Welcome, dearly departed, to the party of one Halloween Spectacular. I am your ghost host with the most boast, your monster of ceremonies, Deathstormer. This week I am joined by a gloriously ghoulish game master and Kevin Bates of the Mouse Guardians podcast for a game of Ten Candles by Stephen Dewey. Ten Candles is a terrifying game of found footage horror, played in a dark room lit only by ten candles. It is about the hopelessness and ever-increasing nature of death and heroism in the face of inevitable failure and demise. It is fucking terrifying. And I think you're going to love it. A link to learn more about the game can be found in the show notes. Mouse Guardians is not terrifying. It is an actual play podcast of the Mouse Guard RPG. It is charming and wonderful and cute. And you should absolutely check it out. I've been binging it. I love it. I love it so much. A link to the show can be found in the show notes. A quick note to say that I, or at least a living soul that sounds a bit like me, will be at Metatopia in Morristown, New Jersey from November 3rd to the 6th. There are playtests, panels, it's one of my favorite events of the year, so if you survive Halloween night, you should absolutely come out. More information can be found in the show notes. In case you missed the big news last week, Party of One has launched a Patreon to support hosting fees, new equipment, and more convention appearances. So if you if you like the show and would like to support, you can find that at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. A special shout out to our first Patreon backer, my All My Fantasy Children co-host, Aaron Catano. Aaron, I'm really glad that we're friends, and I'm really glad that we get to make All My Fantasy Children together. It is a show that means a great deal to me, and thank you so much for everything that you've done to make that show so special. And now, with the sentimentality out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the land of the living. Take it away, past me, take it away. Thanks, future me. This week I am joined by Kevin Bates. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on Party of One. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Jeff. Uh, big this fan. Is, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan of yours as well. This is great. So, oh, thanks. Up top, why don't you talk a little bit about where people might know you from, What you, uh, some work that you might want people to know about, that sort of thing. Yeah, sure. Um, so I do a Mouse Guard actual play podcast called Mouse Guardians, um, which is a super cute Sometimes spooky game everyone, where everyone plays mice. Um, sometimes there is kissing. Sometimes there is monsters. Um, it's a good old time. It's really good. I really enjoy Mouse Guardians. Oh, I've been, thank you I've so been listening to it. I've been binging it. I really enjoy it. <laughs> so this week we are playing Ten Candles. It is a horror game in honor of Halloween. Yeah. Going, we are going maximum spooky. And I'm very excited. <laughs> Um, so, why don't you, uh, explain the, I guess, the premise of Ten Candles for me? Sort of go over the big picture, all that good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. So, Ten Candles is a tragic horror game, um, which is sort of loosely inspired by found footage movies. Um, so think sort of like Blair Witch Project, Cloverfield. Um, I think it would also do a pretty good job of approximating... Um, something like an I Am Legend or Pitch Black, except Pitch Black, the ending doesn't quite work out. Right. <laughs> um, because this is a tragic horror game. Um, so like a classical tragedy, it's not necessarily sad, but at the end, everyone dies. So this yeah. is not a game about 
jump scares or sanity checks or maybe you can make it away from the axe murder um at the end of this game jeff your character will definitely be dead um but until then i can't kill you you can choose to nobly sacrifice yourself if you want um but this isn't like a rocks fall everyone dies sort of situation Uh, it's really interesting i'm really excited to see how that like plays out so let's let's dive in i'm really i'm so excited okay cool so we start off with character creation and 10 candles um is made to be a no prep game um other than the materials you need which are 10 candles uh 10 dice and then one different kind of dice uh for each player um so if you have like a different color or a bigger one or something like that my large green ghostbusters ectoplasm dice Ooh, and that one glows in the dark if i it does not but it is big it is bright and translucent so any light it puts on it will just light it up which is very very cool cool uh, well, the reason I ask if it was glow-in-the-dark or not is because um, that is actually important in this game because uh, it is a game about the darkness, and we are both playing in the dark, which is kind yes. of fun. It's, I'm, I'm really into it. I'm digging it. Yeah. Um, this game is normally also played with uh, fire and like burning um, of those index cards, um, but we are probably not going to do that. No, I've I figured I would just I've got index cards in front of me, so I'll just rip them. Yeah. Get that nice get that nice audio rip noise. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. So um for character creation, um like I was saying, it, it is kind of a rules like game because we're kinda kind of be building um both characters and also sort of the setting um as we do this together so this is normally sort of a collaborative experience but with just one player uh, it'll be just you so first what you'll need to do is determine uh, one virtue which should solve more problems than it creates okay uh, and and also one vice which should create more problems than it solves Um, so think like one or two word kind of adjective description so your virtue could be something like um kind or attentive or strong or you know something like that it can be really really vague just something that you think would help you at some point i like well i like attentive a lot i'm gonna go with attentive i think that's a really good one okay yeah i'm feeling really i feel like that's a really good word so that's gonna be my virtue uh and normally when um you're playing as a as a group of this you would pass these to a different player so you'd be making virtues for other players which is kind of a cool mechanic i like that i like that a lot uh and then yeah you'll also be making a vice which is sort of the same thing so you could be like drunk or tired or you picked attentive as your trait so probably not something that is a vice that is the opposite of attentive yeah right i'm thinking you know headstrong okay uh maybe maybe something more like uh overconfident or something where it's like 
this is this is a bad thing. How about cocky? It will not be helpful. <laughs> yeah. Cool. And then during play, you can um, burn or in our case, uh, rip cards to reroll all of your ones, which will be helpful. Well, that, yeah, that'll be really helpful. Okay, cool. Um, all right. And then now that you have kind of like a loose sort of idea of your character, I'm, I'm going to read the module. So I'm going to read like okay. two little paragraphs. Um, this is sort of describing the game as a whole and like the situation that you'll be playing. Excellent. Okay. So, <clears throat> 10 days ago, something or someone blotted out the sky. Now, no stars can be seen. All communication with satellites has been lost, and the sun no longer lights up the sky. Five days after this anomaly occurred, they came. No one knows exactly who or what they are, but two very important things are clear. They fear the light, and they are coming for you. But no one's coming to help. Not anymore. The radio's gone dead, and you're all on your own now. There's only one option left. Traveling to Fort Victor. All the chatter on the radio seems to imply that Victor is the place to be. But you're a good hour out, over the river and through the woods literally. Everyone else has packed up and left by now. The town hall fallout shelter is slim pickings. There's not enough food to last the next few days, not to mention the fact that the generator has been acting up. Maybe a few supplies still could be scavenged, but one thing's for sure, it's time to leave. So that's kind of <sighs> the, uh, the premise for the scenario we'll be playing tonight. Um, so right. 10 days ago, the sky went dark, nobody knows why. Um, everything went real bad and, uh, you hold up somewhere, uh, and are just running low on supplies. So I'd like you to get another index card, um, with a name, All right. uh, sorry, write a name, a look and a concept. Okay. Uh, so you picked attentive and headstrong as your, um, your two traits. So maybe a concept right. that plays off of those. Um, this, the concept could be like a profession or just like, I'm a middle-aged man or I'm a teenager or something like that. Just kind of like a general description. Right. I'm thinking, um, like a college class president. Okay. Somebody that is, yeah. Cause I think that kind of matches both like cocky and attentive. Like they're good at school. So they're good at, like, details and stuff, but they have an inflated sense of their own place. I like it. So I'm going to go class president as my profession, or... Um, concept. Yeah. Concept, yeah. Uh, and then a name as well. Uh, my name is Alex. Alex Morgan. My look, professional, young professional. Okay. So, like a, I'm gonna like a, a put together look, wearing a tie, like a sweater and a tie underneath oh, it. Oh yeah, you're like one of those but, kids that wears a suit, but is like kind yeah. of too young to be wearing a suit casually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And it is real. And I think that 
in the last 10 days that they've, uh, I think in the last 10 days, Alex has made sure that he is like, that he, he's taking in a lot of time to make sure he looks perfect mm. because he's, because he's sort of trying to hold on to that sense of normalcy. Okay. I like it. Um, cool. So the next thing that we do, uh, is plan a moment. Um, so okay. at the top of an index card, I'd like you to write, I will find hope dot, dot, dot. Uh, and then you will fill in the rest of that sentence. So there should be okay. like something you do during the game, uh, that can find hope. So it could be like, find another survivor or, um, kill one of them or something like that. Find food. Something that like is sort of like a shorter term goal, um, but it should be something that's achievable. I'll find hope when I fix a broken down car. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So up until this point, all the information that you've written down on your cards is stuff that were we playing... Uh, a normal game with like a full party would be stuff that you're telling the other players you can kind of discuss, um, you know, get people's opinions and feedback and stuff like that. So that's all public knowledge. Uh, sure. If you're survivors that are all at the same fallout shelter or something, you know, you've gotten somewhere between one and 10 days to have known all these people. So, you know, a little bit about them. Right. Uh, this last one um that is not the case. Um, now we're going to okay. talk about Brinks. So this is normally a secret that you know about one of the other players. Um, because we're playing with a two-person game, normally it goes sort of uh, counterclockwise for this step. But we're a two-person circle, so we're each going to do this for each other. Um, okay. Your, um, the Brink that you're writing and then giving to me is I have seen them. And the one that I'm going to do for you is they have seen you. So the thing you're writing down could be some description of them. So you could be like, I have seen them and they are vampires. Or I have seen them and they can walk through walls, like a power or an ability that they possess. Um, so you're actually going to have um, some narrative input and be able to sort of decide um, what sort of creatures they are i have seen them they are hollow folk hollow folk they're like people but like kind of vaguely translucent but like not all the way through okay like um do you remember the do you remember the uh what is it the visible man kind of like that where you can kind of where you can see into oh, it oh okay that's kind of creepy. That's They're that's suitable. Hollow and like semi-translucent. Okay. Cool. Um Okay, cool. So, uh I also get to write a brink for you. So, the brink that I'm going to write for you is they have seen you. Um and then I get to basically declare a secret that they know about you. Um All right. So, these are normally past um just to the player that's immediately to the side of you. But we're only two people, so we can kind of talk it out loud. Um, they have seen you... Redacted, for now. 
when the time is right, you'll hear how Alex failed. Um, and then when you um, achieve your moment um, or confront your brink, um, there's other bonuses that will go along with those too, but we can get cool. into those more as they come up. Cool, cool, cool. Cool, okay. Uh, and then you get to arrange your uh, stack in any sequence that you want. The only rule is that the brink must be on the bottom. Okay. So the... Okay. Uh, so last minute character stuff. Um, your character's inventory is whatever you, Jeff Stormer, have in your pockets. Uh, that's not good because I'm wearing sweatpants. Okay. Uh, your character can be wearing whatever clothes they want, but like in terms of, you know. Right. They have no things. They, on. He, has nothing, he has nothing on him, which I think which yeah. works. Uh, you can have like a pen and note cards, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I got a pen. Uh, cool. Uh, and then before we begin the final scene, um, we're going to record uh, Alex Morgan's final message. So in found footage movies, there's always that like scene where they're sort of talking at the camera. They're saying like, you know, if anybody finds this, my name is so-and-so, like, tell my family I loved them, or, like, you know, those sorts of messages. Right. Um, so you are supposed to physically record that. Um, even if we were playing okay. in person, you are required to pass around, like, a phone or a recording device or something. Uh, oh, I do have a phone on me, so that's yeah. exciting. <laughs> I don't know that it's got it's got 36% battery, okay. so that's that'll be probably something i'll have to figure out <laughs> along the way um but yeah just it can be as long or short as you want redacted again when the time is right i love it cool uh so we begin the first scene uh and there's uh, a section that's sort of like narration um and we're going to be doing this basically in between every time we jump scenes so okay. what we'll start off with is um, we're going to say a number of facts equal to the number of candles that we currently have. So right now we have 10. We'll say okay. 10 things. Um, the first one I'm always going to say, and the last one uh, you're always going to say. Cool. So the first fact is these things are true. The world is dark. So you can say something like... Um, think of this sort of like establishing shot of a movie where you would, you know, be like, it's snowing right. or, you know, just like a sentence to physically describe something. We are in the city. City hall is safe and barricaded. There's a generator running, but it's running very low. The generator still works really well, though. Wi-Fi went out basically like all internet communication went out essentially immediately you can still hear the sounds of birds and crickets in this endless night you can also hear echoes of people and things as they move through the streets which you're not used which we're not used to hearing because of the ambient noise Okay, let me just make sure. I think that was nine. Uh, yeah, so the last one that you say every time is, and I am alive. Oh, got it. And I am alive. 
Uh, so now we begin the first scene. So Alex is in City Hall. He's got his suit. Generator's running low. He's got to make it about an hour through a heavily forested area, and he doesn't really have anything. Um, you can look around to scavenge supplies, either in City Hall or nearby buildings. Yeah, I think I'm going to try to sneak into, like, where the supplies are being kept, like the survival goods, and try to find not necessarily, like, food and water and things, but maybe, like, road flares and emergency equipment and stuff that will help help with me with travel, less so so that stuff that I, I, I can steal and not feel terrible about. Yeah, I mean, you can clear this place out because you're basically, like, the only person still here oh yeah so yeah i'm gonna round up what supplies i can carry focusing on stuff that is lightweight and functional for like a traveling person cool great so maybe like a little bit of water yeah some road supplies that sort of thing all right so uh jeff what i'd like you to do is roll uh the 10 dice you have that are yes the normal dice absolutely I got one six. Okay, cool. That is all you need to succeed in this game. You need one six, and then you also need to roll more sixes than me to win narration rights, which means you get to describe what that success looks like. So right now I'm rolling zero dice because you have all ten of them. Um, I'm gradually going to take them from you. Uh, And then also, Jeff, how many ones did you roll... Uh, let me tell you, quite a few. Oh. oh no. Three. I rolled three ones. Okay, I'd like you to take those three ones and put them over to the okay. side. Great. They're not mine yet, um, but they are gone for this scene. Um, unless okay. cool. you'd like to uh, destroy your trait card, um, which lets you re-roll all of your ones. Uh, I don't think so. I don't think okay. so yet. I feel like I feel like we're sure. still pretty good. We're early. We don't need it yet. Yeah. Um, cool. So you get to, because you rolled more sixes than me, you get to determine what that success looks like. So you were talking about flares, maybe bottles of water. Um, yeah, like a roadside emergency sure. kit. One of those things that's got like a flare gun. Maybe like a like a crowbar. Okay. Yeah, maybe this is like a thing that was meant to go in like the trunk of a car. So there's like a tire iron. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly what I'm thinking of. Okay, cool. Great. Um, So you find all that. Um, Basically, what's going to happen is we're going to keep going around um, through this scene uh, until you fail. And then we'll advance to the next scene. So for now, um, you can be in City Hall looking for stuff. You can be in the nearby surrounding area. That's up to you. I think I'm going to head, once I've got that, I'm going to probably head not fully outside yet but see if i can't see if any of the cars in the uh like a parking garage or something yeah yeah and like the parking garage or the service garage or something see if there's something that might at least for like for now oh something drivable help me out yeah okay uh sounds good Um, jeff i'd like you to roll again so you should All be right. rolling uh, seven dice at this point? Yes. Cool. All right. Three sixes and no ones. Ooh, nice. 
Well done. So I think, yeah, I think I found um, maybe like a beat, maybe like, um, you know, one of those, uh, like, I, the Jeep-looking ones, but they're, like, low to the ground and it's for, like, groundskeeping? That's probably the only car that's, like, in there. Okay. In, in, like, the service garage that I'm picturing. Okay. Yeah, we could say you find, like, a small Jeep that's for, like, um, I don't know, like, the park district or something. Yeah, or, like, one of those open co- open-topped, almost, like... Almost a golf cart? Almost, yeah, basically one of those, like, groundskeeping <sighs> golf carts, yeah. Okay, sounds good. So I've got that. And it's not going to get me the full hour, but it might at least, like, give me a running start where I might be able to find, like, a nicer vehicle sure. down the road. Yeah, so you find it. Um, it works. Um, is there any other stuff you want to get inside before you depart? Um, so far, you have, like, a road kit. Um, do you want to stock up on any food? Maybe look for uh, outdoor clothing something like that? I'll say, for argument's sake, that... Um, this is like a small town hall, so there's like a police station and the library right. and the city hall are all just like one sort of Ooh, I think I'm gonna complex. Hit think I'll hit try to hit the library okay. and see if I can't find like a few books on automotive repair because that feels or automotive repair because that's really not an area where I have any expertise, sure. and that seems like something that will be applicable if I'm trying to get an hour out of town. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, okay. Yeah, so, Jeff, um, I believe you're still rolling seven again, so I'd like you to roll and see if you can make your way over to the library. All right, I'm going to roll my dice. Ooh, I failed. <laughs> no sixes? No sixes. Uh, so if you don't ever roll any sixes, um, the scene ends. So we can sort of assume that you didn't really find anything. You either couldn't make your way over there or decided not to make your way over right. there. Um, this scene ends. Um, I'm going to flip this candle over uh, and we move on to the next scene. Um, so we'll alternate going back and forth again with the narration sort of dialogue. So I'll start um, and then we can just rotate through. So uh, these things are true. The world is dark. We are in the library. It doesn't appear that any of them got in here. But the lights don't work so well in the library. There's lots of bulbs that appear to have been scavenged or taken. Um... A lot of the books have been taken as well. When you reach the front door, you see the glass has been broken in and shards lay all about the floor near the entrance. Uh, and then you have one more and then you go to yeah. live. Um, there's still some periodicals and like trade magazines. Like the magazine racks have, have sort of been left alone because people sort of because anybody that was scavenging them seems like they may have overlooked them sure and i am alive okay all right so now we begin the next scene um so it sounds like you might want to make your way over to some periodicals and such yeah uh it's up to you what you want to do though if you want to uh make your way straight over there or like Check to see if there's anyone else in here. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, I think I'm going to give a shout 
or maybe not maybe not maybe i maybe i think the first thing i'm gonna do is lay low and kind of hope that there's no one else in here and that i haven't been seen is okay. sort of make myself as low and quiet as possible okay so you're gonna sneak around yeah okay so this time I'd like you to roll, but you're only rolling nine dice um, now. I have permanently taken one of your dice from you. Okay. I I succeeded. I did not get any sixes, so you still succeed and you still have narration rights. But I got one one. Oh, so yeah, so you'll have to put that to the side for now. Yeah. So. Um, I, I lay low for a bit and I think it's quiet, you know, there's the crickets and the birds Mm -hmm. and like the shuffling footsteps outside and that's pretty much it. And so now I'm going to, uh, yeah. And then I start to move towards the periodicals. Cool. So also as you're describing this, like you're sneaking around, you can say like, if you, you know, find other people or find objects or things sure. like that. You kind of get to not just succeed on the stealth roll, but sure. to narrate what that. So I like. think, um, I think with the lights flickering, I think I'm able to like sort of move in the, move in the direction of the periodicals without maybe cutting up my feet along the way, because I'm able to like they they're sort of on and flickering long enough where I'm able to sort of brush aside glass as i'm walking Mm, okay um does alex not have shoes on he has he has like penny loafers oh okay but not but they're real thin sure and he's been wearing them for like 10 days so they're pretty worn okay and they were probably like they were probably like secondhand anyway okay yeah and they're not really like running around shoes in the first place so yeah cool so you make your way over to the periodicals so i think i'd like to just spend some time like peeling through them sure and see if there's anything in there that might be useful to me yeah uh jeff to see if there's anything useful roll again (laughs) oh it's a failure Ooh, you didn't get any successes no sixes oh man did you get any ones? I did not get any ones. Ah, oh, so you can't even re-roll. I cannot re-roll. Oh, so this scene just ends. Man. Oh. So, library's a bust. Library is a complete bust. There's nothing there at all useful. Uh, so I have um, extinguished this next candle. So, uh, Jeff, you are down to eight dice for your starting pool. I am up to yes. two. Um, and then we begin the next scene. So Okay. It, it doesn't have to necessarily pick up right where sure. uh, the character left off. So, you know, if you want to s- pick up on the road or something. Yeah, I think totally I, cool. I think that's what I'd like to do. I think that's just what I'd like to do is, like, pick up almost at the gate as, like, I'm sort of starting to putter along in this golf cart. Okay, so you're, like, pulling out of the parking garage, basically. When we yeah. pick back up. Okay, cool. Cool. Okay. Um, okay, so you are driving down the road. Um, to start, um, I'm going to have you roll some dice to see how this uh, out getting out of your small town 
goes. Okay. Sure. And so I'm, rolling... I'm rolling two, so and I am rolling make some clacky eight. dice noises. I love those clacky dice noises. Uh, no successes for me though. Ooh. I got three successes. Nice. But three ones. Ooh. Now, even though you succeeded, if you do want to keep those ones for this travel, you can use um, yeah, a trade if I'm... you think it would be helpful or harmful. Yeah, I think I am. I think I will okay. use my trade. Okay. Which one did you have like, on the top? My the top is cocky. Okay. Um. So and that was your uh your vice, correct? My vice. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um. So you can reroll all those ones, but um, I get to say a way that being cocky is harmful to you. Okay. Great. So if you want to just give a nice big rip into the microphone of that card. Yeah, I will. Nice. So how does how does cocky bite me? Yeah, so cocky bites you in the butt um, because you did not actually check this thing for uh, for gas before you left. Um, you checked to see it was working, all the tires were in good condition, and that it started. Um, you just did not think to check the uh, the gauge. So you get about that, that makes sense. I figured out. they would, uh, you know, figure they'd keep yeah. it full, right? Yeah, right. You would think so. Um, so you get um, you get a bit uh, like sort of halfway through town, uh, and it just starts puttering to a stop. Okay. Um, but you do get to reroll all of those ones. Yeah. Got no ones on the reroll, so yeah. I'm very happy about that. Oh, nice. So you get to keep them. Cool. Okay. Uh, yeah. So why don't you describe the area where you stopped? Because you did succeed on that. Role. I think it is still in the. I'm gonna say I didn't get very far. I think okay. I'm still in in the city, or okay. like kind of on the sort of on the outskirt. Sure. Maybe like, but yeah, sort of, sort of, maybe right where the buildings start to turn into like stretches of empty land. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so yeah. Sounds good. Um, well, at this point, uh, Alex can explore the nearby area for more cars. You can look for a gas station. I think I'm gonna look for. Start walking. What's on? Foot? I think I'm gonna look for a gas station. Okay. See if I can't like refill it because I really thought I was gonna get further on this. I figured I'd at least get onto the highway sure. and then find a car that had been abandoned. Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can find a gas station to sort of fill up with. So I will go ahead and cool. roll these yeah, dice. Yeah, roll your pool of dice. I'm going to roll two. I did succeed. I did I got not. one. I got one six and one okay. one. Okay. Putting that one aside. So I find a gas station. Yeah. I, I find a gas station. There is an, a gas can on it like there's a gas can there and um i fill up the gas can like the pump still works which is a tremendous relief sure uh it takes a few pushes because the gas in it is low 
So I fill up the oh, thing okay. and I, I start to make my way back towards the towards the car okay. or towards the golf cart. Cool. Um, did you want to check out the inside at all or just grab some gas? Uh, I think just grab some gas. I really don't trust small enclosed spaces like gas station marts. <laughs> I feel like that's an easy place to for somebody to like lurk. Sure. And there's probably and like the fact that there's probably food inside there makes me feel makes me very anxious. Mm. So yeah. I think I'm just gonna get on my way. Okay. Sort of hustle back. Okay, cool. Uh, so to run back to your car without anything bad happening. Roll some dice. All right. Uh, I did not succeed. I got one one. It's probably not worth it to try and reroll that one dice. So I'm going to say I failed. Okay, cool. Um, I didn't succeed either, so, uh, that will end this scene. Cool. So we flip the card. Cool. So, Jeff, where does the next scene pick back up? Um, you had gas. You were walking back to the car, um, when we faded to black, and what do we pick back up? I'm lost. Oh, you're, you didn't make it back? Yeah, I think that's the failure, is, like, I have the gas, but I'm not back yet, because I sort of it's so it's dark and i'm not used to seeing the city dark sure there's no street lights or anything so yeah so like i don't really know and i'm not i can't really use my phone to like look at stuff because the battery is low yeah in case you really need it you want to save it and it only goes a few feet anyway so yeah it's not gonna i'm not gonna be able to like climb street signs and see like what direction i'm in and i really didn't okay. even know where i parked the cart so i think i'm like wandering trying to figure out find if not the original cart, at least a good, uh, a nice, uh, other option. Sure. Yeah. Thank okay. you. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> uh, okay, cool. So you're wandering around the small town, um, looking for either your car or a different car. Um, you're alone and in the dark and you don't have very good shoes for this. Um, Jeff, why don't you roll some, some dice and see if you can find a new car or okay different one so this time you're down to seven and i'm up to three i got one six no ones uh i did not get any sixes so okay i'm gonna say i find not the original cart but another car maybe like something beat up sort of like a um Maybe like a 1997 Chevy Malibu. <laughs> okay. Forest Green, because that was my first car, and I oh, have nice. a fondness for it. Yeah, so I find an old, beat-up, cool. high-mileage So you find this, uh, uh, Chevy, this Chevy Malibu. Malibu. Um, it looks like it's in good condition. Um, maybe it's parked over in an alleyway or something where people wouldn't have seen it. How do you want to try to get inside this car, Jeff? Oh, that's right. The cars are locked. Cars that are will be locked. a challenge. And um, you had a road kit with uh, tools and stuff in it. That's in the other car. Yeah, but I don't have them on me. Hmm. Yeah. Um, you can always smash gonna... a window or I'm gonna hotwire it or something. Yeah, I'm gonna smash the back window. Okay. I'm gonna try to smash the back window and like reach around to unlock it that way. 
That way I'm not sitting in broken glass if I successfully open the door. Yeah. So. Sounds good. I will roll these Um, dice. Roll some dice. Two sixes, no ones. Ooh, I also got two sixes. Uh, All right. I'm actually not sure what happens um, in the case of a tie. Um, I'll say. I'll say you. We'll say. We'll say you can have the the narration rights. I think that's. Yeah. Exciting. And I think scary. that's probably what it. I think that's probably what it goes to. Uh, okay, so uh, I'm gonna say that um, this is a success. You do um, break the window. Um, you um, had a jacket on, and you, I'm gonna assume you were smart enough to like use your elbow or wrap it around your fist or something. But it's just not enough, and you slash. Um, were you using your hand or your elbow, Jeff? definitely my hand i think i'm just throwing a haymaker okay uh your right hand is slashed up real bad um, basically up to your forearm so you uh, all right you like broke it but there was like one jagged piece that scraped like got me arm yeah all right um Uh, then what i'd like to do is use my jacket like Use it, like, maybe rip the sleeve off my jacket and try to, like, just create little, like, bandage around it. Okay. Sounds you know what good. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Jeff, you can do that, um, but you have to roll dice. <laughs> I have to roll dice. Uh, oh, there are not as many dice as when I started, and I don't like that. Yeah, this pool is shrinking, and mine is only growing. Oh, three sixes, no ones. Nice. Uh, I got no sixes, but you beat me anyway, so... All right. Cool. So what does that look like? Um, it's a sloppy solution. It's definitely staining. Like, the sleeve is getting real stained real quick. But, like, even if it's the placebo effect of just having a thing there, I'm feeling better. And I'm able to, like, reach around to unlock the front door, get in, um... And I'm sort of confronted with the fact that there are no keys in this car. As it is not... As if it is a car that was locked up, then there's not going to be keys inside. You can look around for keys. Sometimes people do stick them in the the thing on top, or they have those little uh, hidden key things. Yeah, I think that's what I'm going to do before I try to hotwire a car and, like, mess it up. I think I'm going to look and see if there are keys in it. Sure. So I will roll some uh, dice. That's another roll. Yeah. Uh, how many dice are you down to, Jeff? I got seven right now. Oh, okay. I guess you haven't been rolling that many ones on this scene. Oh, and it did speak of the devil. There's two ones and no sixes. Oh. I'm gonna. I got no sixes as well. I'm gonna burn attentive. Okay. I think it's. I think it's time. Okay. So I'm going to rip that up. Okay. And re-roll those ones. Does not help me. In fact, it hit one of the others, it hit one of the threes and turned it into a one. So not the same, but let the same place. <laughs> oh, man. So that is a, a failure on the roll. That so is a failure. The scene ends. So I'm going to flip this card. I think it fades to black and it is 
just him scrambling, knock like ripping through papers in the glove compartment as it sort of like. And I think the next scene opens, and he oh, is yeah. just. Oh yeah, so we do the um, the narration thing again. So. Um, oh yeah, right. I think we might have skipped that, but that's okay. Um, yeah. So uh, I'll start. Uh, so these yeah. things are true. The world is dark. I am walking up the entrance way to a, of the highway, or the entrance ramp, rather. You're losing a lot of blood. I found in the back trunk of the car, I did find some, I found a smaller, partially used roadside kit to replace the one I had. Uh, uh, you're getting very tired. And I am alive. So, Jeff, you're walking around, or rather, Alex is walking around. Um, he's got, like, a bag with some flares and maybe a flashlight or something yeah yeah he's bleeding and he doesn't really know where he's going um i'm gonna use the flashlight start peering in cars and see if by chance somebody has like a first aid kit because i don't really have a whole lot of other options Okay. I'm in a rough spot, and I think that's yeah. kind of the best thing to do. Uh, I'll say you're sort of um, still in like a somewhat residential area, so there are houses and stuff you can see too. Okay, yeah, I, I had figured that I was looking into like cars for one of those roadside kits, but that works too. I, I think because you you never really made your way like completely out of the the town. That's true. Yeah, that works. Okay, so I'll make this roll okay. with six dice. I got one six and two uh, ones. I got no successes, so you still win narration rights. But those. All right. So yeah. put these two ones aside. I think. Um, I think I find a first aid kit. Maybe. Yeah, maybe in. I think in like the back seat of a. Ooh, you know what I find is an abandoned. Ambulance, and it's got medical stuff inside. Not a lot of it because it's okay. been looted, and it's like a smoldering husk of an ambulance. But it's got at least some bandages for me to like patch okay. up my arm, and I'm able to also maybe like get some like headache medicine, just some like some some odds and sure. ends that were left behind. Yeah, you grab a couple like um, bottles of pills. You kind of just take like whatever's yeah. in there, basically. Cool. Basically. And I'm gonna, like, uh, I guess try to really properly, like, okay, patch up my good. arm. And, like, okay. get better. Uh, roll for first aid, I guess. Yeah. Oh, that's and a failure. I successes either. So the um, scene ends. And I think... Think it's him just like trying to like figure out the right way to wrap bandages and the right way to like apply ointments yeah. and things, and maybe we get like a slightly comedic montage of him being like, "What is what is this? Yeah, like, what am I because looking it's at? it's totally dark and you have this flashlight, but you have to like hold it in one hand and your other hand is bleeding, so like you're 
kind of running out of limbs to and it's and it's an ambulance so everything is labeled real descriptively and not in ways that like a random person would be able to understand uh yeah i like it um yeah so you do not really fix your arm and uh the scene ends i'll say you don't make it like any worse or anything like that and it's just about as right, good as yeah, your... Yeah, but I'm, I'm like, I, I, I... Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. I was just saying, yeah, it's... I, I just kind of have to, like, throw up my hands and walk off kind of frustrated. Okay. Uh, cool, so we'll go to the next narration bit. So I'll start off with... These things are true. The world is dark. I have walked... I'm now walking on the highway. Like, we're on a, a stopped, empty, quiet Most highway. Most of the cars around you seem purposefully destroyed. Uh, slash tires. Some are missing them completely. <sighs> Some of the streetlights still work, though. Okay. And I am alive. Cool. Uh, so I think we're at five and five for this one. Yes. Cool. Yeah, we both have five, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, Jeff, are you so walking I think... down the highway to try to make it there? Are you checking for other supplies, moving to a side street? I th- think I am walking to get there. I th- or, yeah, I think... I'm walking to gain as much ground as I can until I feel like I need to take a rest. So for now, I'm just walking. Or hustling. Or, like, speed walking. Because I I need to get, make as much ground as I can before I can try to find anything else. Because I'm not thinking super straight. Because I'm scared and I'm hurt. So Cool. Um, yeah, let's right. do this as sort of like a uh, like extended hiking roll uh so you're you're walking yeah. for like an hour or so and then this roll happens right one six one zero six ones eight. man they are not rolling very hot tonight Yeah, so uh, I make it. I'm making really. I'm making better time than somebody in my condition should. <laughs> my feet hurt. My feet are really hurting, and I think that's going to be what forces me to take a rest and like lean against uh, one of these cars, and kind of survey and look around to see if any of the cars are in a condition where maybe I can't fix it up, but I could certainly see if any of the cars are lootable because hopefully maybe there's some shoes in there that aren't. Penny loafers. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, you see a bunch of cars around you. Um, why don't you roll some dice to see if you find anything useful while you're on this break? Whew. One six, zero ones. I also have one six. Uh, so I okay. narrate this. Um so you do find a uh like a a truck um 
and it doesn't have any shoes in it. You see a, a gym bag in the back that you're hopeful at first might have some gym shoes or something in it. Uh, it doesn't. It has some very smelly um, gym shorts and uh, a t-shirt. Um, but as you, um, the reason that you were excited for, for this one is because one of the windows was left open. So you're able to open up the door, not okay. have to, uh, have to, uh, break any more glass, which is good. Um, yeah. That's so good. you do not find any, um, any shoes in this, in this car. Um, but this truck seems like it's in a better condition than most of the other ones. Okay, um... I'm gonna give a cursory glance around, and but if I don't see any keys, I'm not... I lost too much time looking through that Malibu. I'm gonna go underneath and see if I can't... Thinking back from what, I, what little I remember from shop class, see if I can't figure out how to Pop two wires sure. together. Hot wire this thing. Sounds good. Uh, roll dice for keys. Oh, five dice. <sighs> two sixes and two ones. No sixes. So, you get narration rights. Do you find keys? Okay. I do. I'm going to say I find keys. I, I, I think they are sitting kind of carelessly on the passenger seat. Like, I go into the truck thinking, I'm going to hotwire this. I'm going to hotwire this truck. I'm going to do the thing they taught me in auto shop, and I take a glance at the passenger side seat, and there's just keys. Awesome. And there's a little keychain with, like, a like a hula girl <laughs> on it. And I'm like, oh. Cool. Uh, awesome. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Jeff, could you read off the card that was your moment for me? Yes, I will find hope when I fix a broken down car. I'm going to say that qualifies. So, at this point, I you get what's called a hope dice. So, this is that die that okay. is a different color or different size. Um, this gets added to your right. pool. Um, the hope die Great. will succeed on a five or a six, not just a six. Okay. Uh, and then I'd like you Excellent. to uh, rip up your moment also, as you are using it now. Okay. The moment is gone. Cool. All right. So, still the scene. Still got five dice. Um, actually, you have six dice now. I'm, I'm hitting the road. Cool. I am. I'm trying. I've never driven a truck before, but I'm gonna give it. I figure it's not that much different than a car, right? Sure. And I'm rolling four dice because I rolled two ones last time. Okay. But one uh, is that a, one with a hope dice. the bonus hope dice or without? Uh, three dice and a hope dice. Okay, cool. <sighs> one success, zero ones. Nice. All right. So what does uh, driving this truck look like? Uh, messy. It's a bit like a boat. Okay. <laughs> it's a it's it's a little a little bit of fishtailing, especially in the early going, but I get the hang of it. And I think that we get a shot of like the truck sort of like smoothly going down a little bit of a highway. 
and sort of like periodically having to brake and sort of weave around cars. So it's not going super fast, but I figured it out. Like I figured out the amount of give that a truck gives. Okay, cool. I like it. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're driving down the highway. Um, I'm going to say you drive for a couple minutes and you find um, the reason that all of these cars were uh, backed up over here um, is that there is a large tree in the middle of the road. Um, oh, okay. So uh, it looks like people got <sighs> out and started walking at this point. Um, you're in a truck, so you could conceivably try to off-road a little bit and go through this lightly forested area uh and make it through to the other side yeah that's probably that's probably the best option the best option i've got because i'm not going to go through a tree yeah i mean you could try to you could try to go over it i guess or move it or Hmm. up to you pull it out of the way with your newly acquired diesel power big engine oh that's actually yeah i think i'm going to try to like put like pull all the way to the side of the road and sort of push it diagonally to get it like oh sure you can like make it on the shoulder or something okay yeah cool uh roll dice to do that all right i got three successes and one one nice uh i only got one success so you beat me i think i blow out one of my headlights doing okay because I kind of got to, like, jam Into the, it. the, like, whatever. Or whatever. But I definitely... Yeah, like, I... But what I'm, yeah, I've got to, like, get all the way on the shoulder and just, like, jam the very edge of it and sort of, like, push it. Okay. To, like, get it... Yeah, so it just... In a position yeah, where like, I can drive, drive around yeah, it. Yeah, like, one of the sides of your, like, headlights and bumper sort of just, like, crumples under the, the pressure yeah. that you're putting on this tree. Cool. Yeah. Okay, but you make it through to the other side, and uh, one of your headlights still works really well. So that's good. Yeah, and I hope that that's I hope that's enough. I hope that's enough. Yeah. And I'm gonna uh, hit the road cool. again. No cars. There's no cars on this side of the road, so smooth sailing. Smooth sailing. Um. So you drive for. I think we said it was about an hour away by car. Yeah, we said about an hour away. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you drive for 10 or 15 minutes. Um, you're now in a heavily forested area. Um, there's trees sort of overhanging. Um, it's basically like a two-lane small road at this point. Um, sure. But you're pretty sure you are going in the right direction. Maybe you saw a road sign or something that says Fort Victor, you know, like 20 miles or something like that. Yeah, something okay. like that. In fact, I think I'm going to, like, maybe look around for some sort of sign or okay. something. Figure out figure out the okay. right way to Sounds go. Good. So this will be another roll. Let's roll some dice. And I'm rolling three, two dice, and a hope Ooh, dice. Oh, man. That is a failure. Okay. Um, at this point, you can... Um... You do have one thing left, which is your brink, um, which does let you re-roll all the dice um, if you want to, if you think that's important. 
or else we can uh, just cut it here and go to the next scene. Um, I didn't get any sixes either, so... Uh, I, th I think we're going to cut it. I think that... I think we're going to okay. go to the next scene. Cool. Um, so, um, and the next scene can pick up kind of wherever you want. So this could be you driving up to the base. Okay. This could be you walking up to the base, having given up the truck a while ago. You could be... Still driving and lost. Yeah, I think this is. I think this is me walking to the base. I think that I've been wandering the woods for. I think that the truck gave out. Okay. I think that we open on me walking up to the base. Cool. Uh, all right, so I'll start with the narration. So, these things are true. The world is dark. I made it to the base eventually. Hmm. I'm trying to think of what direction I want to go with this base. Um. The base is well-lit, but very quiet. And I am alive. Okay. So, Jeff, you're walking up to this base. There's fences and spotlights, and it's like a beacon of light in this darkness. I think I'm going to give a shout. Or maybe, like, I think I'm going to, hmm, I think I'm going to give a shout. Or maybe shoot a flare. Something to, like, signal... Yeah, I'm gonna shoot a flare, because that's that's more human. Okay. That's 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 more of a, a recognizable okay. thing. So, you go to shoot the flare, and roll dice for flare effects. <sighs> Got a failure? Well, I have two sixes. So I get narration rights for this scene. Um, also, there is it. one way you can uh, steal narration rights from me uh, on any time that I've won it, um, which is you immediately burn out a candle and end the scene, and you get to describe what happens instead, if you'd like to do so. I will do okay. that in this case. So you go to light the flare, and what happens? Um, nothing. The flare doesn't light or nobody like comes Like an ominous, ominous... I think, I think I shoot uh -huh. the flare and, like, it goes off to, you know, there's, there's a flame in the sky and it's just quiet. There's just nothing. Okay. I think that that's where the failure comes in. There's just no response to it. There's, there's just, there's just no response. Okay. Cool. So this candle is extinguished, uh, and we go to the narration of the next scene. Uh, so I'll start off, and then you'll get two in a row, basically. Uh, these things are true. The world is dark. I am on the other side of the fence, and I am alive. Are you exploring the base? There, It's an army base, so there's lots of buildings. There's like a gatehouse and barracks and armories and all that stuff. Yeah. I think I'm, like, just poking around the outside to see if I can find something. See what I... If I can find anything that might be of use to me. Sounds good. Like, anything... And then also any anything or anyone that might be of use cool. to me. So, All right. Jeff, I'd like you to roll some dice. Okay. Okay. 
one success. No, no ones. Okay, cool. I actually got two sixes. So I win narration rights. Um, Go ahead. So you, um, you turn a corner and you see a, uh, a soldier and the soldier has uh, a gun that he whips up at you as soon as he sees you. So he, he whips the gun at you and says, stay, stay back. You're, you're one of them, aren't you? You're not going to take me too. I won't let you. I, I pull up, I pull out my phone. Mm-hmm. I hit it, like turn it on. I put the light on myself to show that I am a, like a person. And I offer out my shaking, bloody hand. Like bandaged up hand. Poorly bandaged hand. My name is Alex Morgan. I am from the city. I I'm not one of them. Let me put put the put the light behind your other hand. Let me see. I want to see if I can see through it. And I, I, I put the light. Sure. I hit the flashlight so that it's extra bright. And I like hold it right there, like right in front of my hand. And he can see that it's like gashed up, and it's probably pretty gnarly at this point, like dirty. Yeah. Tied up with a slit with like a sleeve of a jacket. Uh, he will lower the gun about halfway. Oh, thank goodness. That's a relief. I really, I thought that this was all for nothing. Uh, how did it's been? It's been how a rough did you night. Get here? Um, walked, walking, walking, driving. I drove a truck. <laughs> I learned to drive a truck. That was fun. Um, can do you do you have it? Can you can you get us out of here? If if we can find if we have gas. We have gasoline, fuel. I know where the truck is. I can take us there. Yeah, we we have fuel at the depot. There's all the tires. They're all they're all slashed up. Your your truck still works though. It's all good. Yeah, yeah, it works mostly. It's missing a headlight, but otherwise it's good. It runs. It ran. Okay. Alex, you said your your name was? I'm Alex Morgan. <laughs> Senior chuckles. class president. Uh, Mike Roberts, uh private first class. Well, the depot's uh depot's this way. It's a pleasure to meet you. All right. Yeah. And we start walking to the depot. So it's still the scene. Um, what what would you like to try and do, Jeff? Can look for other things along your way. Um, I think that, yeah, I think as we're walking, I'm gonna try to look for other things. See if I can't find maybe okay. a weapon. Sure. See if there's a weapon that's been discarded. See if maybe there's some yeah. med- like medical supplies. Just keep an eye out for anything that might be good. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna keep an eye out okay, as cool. we're walking towards the depot. I'm gonna keep an eye out for supplies. Uh, roll to see if you can find any supplies. Okay. Ooh, one success and one one. 
I also won success. Uh, you can um, still reroll if you would like with your brink, which lets you reroll everything. Okay. Yes. I think I will do that. Okay. I think um, that's what I'm going to do. Cool. Now. Um, so you get to reroll um, all your dice and try for a six or two sixes. Okay. I did not get two sixes, and in fact, I failed. Okay. Did you have one six? No, I have no sixes. I have one one. Okay. Uh, because you used your brink and you did not get any successes, um, you lose hope, which means you lose your hope die. Okay. Um, I have a six, so uh, I'm going to um, have narration rights for this scene. So, uh, you see Mike, and Mike is not looking good. Um, he doesn't look like he has had really anything to eat in the last few days. Um, he looks gaunt and thin. Um, he's kind of sweating, um, which is weird because he still looks uh, dehydrated, um, and you can tell that um, this guy is not going to last very long. Um, uh, and you do find, um, as you are, uh, as you're walking by, um, you do see that there's a, um, uh, I'm kind of thinking like one of those like weapon racks, like where they would have like a bunch of guns all next to each other, like to pull out. Sure. Um, yeah. You do pass by one of those. Yeah. Um, and you can take a gun. Okay. I'm going to now, because I use my brink, do I have to act on that brink? Uh, yeah. You have to embrace your brink. So you have to sort of like give in to that darkness. Let's find out what that brink was. Shall we? They have seen you sabotage someone else um, to save yourself. And so it comes to pass that... Yeah, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rifle butt this guy in the back okay. of the head. Right where the brain, the head skull cool. meets the neck. And now I failed, I failed the roll, so I think that's the end of the scene, as I think I reach for the gun. Yeah, so that, that scene ends um, right with you. You just shoot this guy in the back of the head? No, I just, I think I, okay. I, I rifle cool. butt him and take him out that way, like, knock him unconscious, maybe? Okay. And then, like, yeah, and then just okay. book it towards the so, depot. So, yeah, this is the second to last scene. As we start our second to last scene. So, these things are true. The world is dark. Okay. So, uh, you said you were booking it towards the depot? Booking it towards the depot. Um, roll dice to run towards depot. We can see a, at this point, maybe the thing that spooked okay. you was, um, you know, you heard sounds of them sort of skittering around the outside of the gate. Yeah. Yeah, I'm getting real nervous now. <laughs> All right. Six. One six. One, okay. one six. Near, no one. Six and uh, a two. I also have a six. 
So you are still in this scene because you got a six. Okay. But uh, I still have narration rights. So. Yep. Okay. So you start uh, running to the depot. And uh, it's clear that um, while they are not inside this base, um, you haven't seen any of them yet. You can definitely hear them. And all of the lights, the spotlights, the lights you can see that are um, inside these buildings, uh, all of them flicker in unison. So there's just that little sort of weird power surge like... And all the lights sure. are out. Oh, I hate that. I hate yeah. that. I hate that whole lot. Hmm? Okay, I'm going to uh, sure. reach for my phone. Try to flashlight. Okay. Try to poke around that way. Let's say you can. You can just do that. Um, are you trying to just sprint to the depot at this point? Um, make your way cautiously. Yeah, I'm trying to flashlight in front of me. Flashlight in front of me, I am just sprinting and then, like, just dodging any obstacles that, okay, cool. like, the flashlight exposes. Uh, so you're running pretty recklessly um, in the dark with only a few feet of vision in front of you. Um, why don't you roll some dice, Jeff? Okay. Oh, that's a failure. No sixes? No sixes. Okay. Uh, I did get a six. Um, so what I'm going to say happens is, okay. um, you're holding your flashlight, um, at sort of like chest height as you're running, um, and you don't see the, uh, the curb. Um, I'm kind of thinking of those like, um, oh. like in parking lots, the, like the tire stops. Yeah. You trip over one of those and, um, your phone goes flying. Um, you can see it as it's spinning through the air. Oh, gosh. Um, and it lands maybe 10, 20 feet away. Um, and you just hear a sickening crunch sound as it, uh, as it breaks. Great. So you did not get any successes. We go to our final scene. So that's the end of the scene. We are in our last scene. Jeff... Uh, you do all of the narration for this scene, so... These things are true. I am alive. Okay. So, um, Jeff, Alex is... Alex is tripped. He's alone. He's in the dark. What's he gonna try to do? Um... Lay low. Okay. Just lay low and stifle his screams. Or stifle his, like, shouts of pain. Suck in his suck in air as best he can to keep from yelling, from yelping. Just but just lay low. Jeff, I'd like you to roll to and hope crawl to a hiding spot. Okay. That's a one. And that is a I one. Have a six. So, what does it look like when Alex? dies i think it's it's very still at first he's laying low for a while and the voice he he the voices as he perceives it the voices are very far like the sounds are very far away 
he per- as he perceives it, it is almost working. But not that is that is not true. And there are like a shadow falls over him as like one of the lights overhead flickers, a shadow casts over him, and he starts to scream. And then cut to black. And now, recovered from a broken cell phone by military officials, the final words of Alex Morgan. If anybody hears this, if anybody finds this, don't, don't make the same mistake I did. Don't, you're not alone in this. You're not, your survival is not the only survival. If I had known that then, I probably would make it out. I probably would have been fine. But I'm not. I didn't. And I'm not. And maybe that's okay. But just keep that in mind. Also, just because they're in a bad situation doesn't mean it's not an excuse to look nice. You know, put a little time into it. So, Jeff, that was um, that was ten candles. And that's that's game. Oh my Thank goodness! Thank you so much for yeah, that game's amazing. I think it's really fun and um, dark. Oh. And thank you so much for letting me come on Ooh. and kill you. <laughs> oh, thank you for coming on and killing me. That was <laughs> wonderful. Oh, I loved that. That was the best. Yeah. Kevin, thank you so much for coming on Party oh, of One. That was Jeff. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, it was so it was scary. Oh, it was so scary. Yeah. Oh. So real quick before we wrap up. Where can people find your work online? Yeah, so um, I'm pretty active on Twitter. Um, you can find me there at I am Kevin Bates. Um, you can also find me uh, GMing the Mouse um, Guardians podcast, which is at Mouse Guardians. Um, and and that's about it. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Uh, thank you so much for coming to Party of One. This was awesome. And now I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. Sounds good. Take it, future me. Thank you, past me. And thanks to Kevin for coming on to the show. That was nightmarish, terrifying, ghoulish. I loved every minute of it. Be sure to listen to... Some... Be sure to listen to Mouse Guardians at soundcloud.com slash mouseguardians and follow the show on Twitter at mouseguardians. You can also follow Kevin on Twitter at I am Kevin Bates and follow Party of One on Twitter at Party of One Pod. Then... Head over to Facebook and like the show at facebook.com slash partyofonepodcast. Then head over to Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. Support the show and get cool rewards like bonus material, lost episodes, rough cuts of upcoming episodes, and more. And if you love the show, consider telling a friend. iTunes reviews, social media shoutouts, and word-of-mouth recommendations help the show become bigger, better, and a truly unstoppable force that y'all consume us all in a wave of terror and agony. Oh, did I get ahead of myself? I'm sorry. I get excited. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran featuring the D&D Sluggers. Until next time, dearly departed, thank you so much for listening. And remember, party while you can, for you never know what's lurking in the dark. <laughs> Never gonna die.
guy, I just said that with the whole, the whole thing.